welcome to the podcast of the Asian American Podcasters Association with your hosts, Lee Weihara and Andrew Wong. Okay, hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of our podcast. So, Andy, what are we talking about today? We've got a lot to talk about. First on my list or top of my list is the Golden Crane Awards. Okay, well, let's give our listeners a rundown. We're going to talk about the Golden Crane Awards, right? And then we're going to talk about our Winter Podcasting Symposium. We've got some gear talk, a couple of shout outs from AAP member shows. We're also going to talk about Listen Notes. It's a search engine and directory, as well as Podbean. They've got some exciting things going on with their live stream app and their multiple account with one username type of thing going on. So, Andy, what do you want to jump into first? Winter Symposium, Golden Cranes, or Member Highlights? Oh, well, let's do Golden Crane. How about we get our work done so then we can have the fun? How does that sound? (laughs) Okay. So basically, Golden Crane Awards, it's so exciting. I'm excited because this is our first annual awards event. Andrew and I have been talking about this for two years, and we just decided enough is enough, and we want to end the year of 2020 on a good note. And so that's what we're doing. So we got together with some some folks, and they're helping us put it together so that we can bring it to you live on December 29th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern, that's Tuesday. Andrew, when is the submissions window for nominations closing? That closes on December 15th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. That's right. That's right. And so get those in, folks. We've got we've got a really nice uh, array already. And if you know of any kid podcasters, kids who are hosts of their own show with current episodes, please do send them our way. We want to acknowledge the youngest in our field. Wouldn't you say, Andy? All ages. It's open to all ages. Exactly. Uh, Elementary, middle, and college, to be exact. And so what else do we need to say about the Golden Crane Awards? Well, first of all, for more information, go to aapodcasters.org slash awards 2020. But I'll tell you that there are about 15 categories and you can see how your show fits best or which category fits your show best. And it's not, I don't think it's that hard, do you, to nominate your show or a friend's show? No, not at all. And all are welcome. If you're not an AAP member, there's a slight fee, but you can always join AAP. But if you're watching this, chances are you are already a member. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so people are saying nice. Oh, you've gotten a compliment for nice Christmas decorations. Thank you, Peter. And so let's then go on to our winter podcasting symposium. How does that sound? That sounds good. All right. Well, that's on January 23rd. It's a Saturday from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And submissions are open and we're accepting them until about December 20th. So make sure, and our theme is unstoppable. So make sure that you relate your talk pitch to the theme of unstoppable. We've got some good submissions and looking forward to sending some, hey, you're gonna be speaking notices soon. Andy, do you have any thoughts on the Winter Symposium? 
I encourage people to submit because it's one of those things that oftentimes you feel like you're not ready to do it or you're just like there's something just holding you back. And I think that a speaking opportunity is just a it's a fun thing to do. And when you do it, you end up learning a lot because when you teach, like (laughs) when you teach, you can't help but learn. And it gives you just increased visibility and people get to know you. People will check out your show. And um, I think all podcasters want an increase in downloads. So put yourself out there. Exactly, exactly. And it's really for us, by us. So let's let's get it done. And, and if you haven't spoken before, now's the time to try, right? It's a friendly crowd. <laughs> it is. I'm friendly. You're friendly. We don't bite. <laughs> And all right, so let's move on to what should we talk about next? You know what? Let's talk about listennotes.com. How about that? Yes, because? Because Listen Notes is one of our sponsors. Yay, thank you so much. Listennotes.com is sponsoring the Golden Crane Awards. And we want to share it with you because we use Listen Notes for our AAP member podcast, I should say podcast directory. And we've been using it for a while. Andrew, how many shows do we have listed now? impressive we have 712 podcasts in the directory and it is indeed a global like i'm trying to find asian created podcasts either hosted or produced or edited um but most of the shows i think are asian hosted from around the world from uh, many many countries so that's why there are many shows in there but it keeps growing. That's and right. That's one of my missions to <laughs> to find the creators out there. Yes, and we've been doing this. We, by we, I mean Andy, has been doing this for two years now. And so let's talk about Listen Notes. What is amazing about it? I mean, it is a search engine for what exactly, Andrew? Listen Notes is the best podcast search engine. Now, are you just saying pending. that? Are you just no, saying that? No, that's from the website. Oh, okay. That's from their <laughs> website, and it's um, the best podcast search engine, TM, meaning that you know they may get the service mark or trademark for that phrase. And it also goes on to say it's like Google, but for podcasts. Nice. And I, I do have to say that it it is a great search engine for podcasts. So, for example. I get a lot of pitches by email for podcast guests for my show. And I can open up listen notes and type the guest's name in and see what other shows they've been on. And I can sort it by relevance. I can sort it by date. Wow. And then you can listen to the podcasts on the website too. So I can quickly listen to five minutes and say, is this potential guest someone worth having on my show? Is it a good fit for my show? So in that way, Listen Notes is really helpful. Nice. So it's also a search directory, not only for the podcast, but you're saying episodes and playlists. Well, we have a playlist, which is our directory, right? Yeah, I think that that's the cool thing, right? Because it's a database of podcasting. And 
Actually, if you go to the About page, there are 1.87 million podcasts. There are 89.7 million episodes. There have been 10.6 million searches and over 40 million listens. Wow. So you have this database and from a listener's perspective, you can create playlists there. So that's what we've done for the Asian American Podcasters Association. It's pretty easy. I can search for a podcast by name or I could be searching for a guest and then you you just click save and you save it to your playlist. And the cool thing about that is that once you have a playlist, you you then have an RSS feed created by Listen Notes. So in your favorite podcast catcher, like I use Overcast, I can put the RSS feed in there and whatever I add to the playlist in Listen Notes will automatically download into Overcast. That sounds pretty cool. And I've, I've looked up a, a few things, but uh, I really love the fact that what you said, you can, you can do a search for people and see where they've been in terms of guesting and things. And that's, that's got to be really helpful. I, don't, I haven't been having, uh, I don't have too many guests lately, but I can imagine that that's really, really helpful, especially when you're doing your research, because, you know, we should be doing our research <laughs> when we have guests. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it can be a tool if you're a new podcaster or if you are a seasoned podcaster. If you're looking for guests, you can kind of search for other shows in your category, see who's been having appearances, and then you could do outreach. Or you might just stumble upon somebody and say that this person sounds really interesting and then go search Google and see how you can contact them. Well, do we need to, uh, is there any other thing that we can share about Listen Notes before we go on to shout outs? Uh, I will add that it's founded by Wenbin Fang. He's an avid podcast listener who, according to the website, says that he listens to over five hours of podcasts every day. What is he listening at double speed? I don't know, but (laughs) he's consuming a lot of podcasts and that's kind of why... He created Listen Notes. I think it started kind of as this weekend project for him, but he's built it out to um, include like a small team of developers. And I think it's been around since 2017. If anyone out there who's listening or watching wants to create a podcast app, Listen Notes has an API. So you can use the Listen Notes API to create your app based on the podcast directory or whatever information he has in the database. So thank you to Wenbin for being a sponsor of the Golden Crane Awards. And I like the website. (laughs) Yes, and we use it. I mean, our speaker directory, speaker, our podcast directory, we do have a speaker directory and you do want to submit because we get approached uh, by outside organizations asking if we can provide speakers. So you do want to submit to that. But the uh, podcast directory has lived at Listen Notes since we've begun almost two years ago. So thank you. In theory, you could take that RSS feed and add it to your podcast catcher. But with 712 shows, you're going to blow up your phone. And growing, by the way. So don't, <laughs> so don't do that. Just list, go to listennotes.com and listen there. Exactly. 
Perfect. Well, thank you. Okay, so let's go to shout outs. And I am going to have to listen, look at my notes because we've got three. So what we do in shout outs, uh, sometimes we share our members and their good news and their shows. So our shout out, the first one goes to Ray Abadiaz. He is the host of Banana Q, a Filipino flavor podcast. He wants us to know about episode six, why do we love Jollibee so much? He says, uh, one of the questions we ask when you submit your good news is, what is your awesome and amazing news that you want us to yell from the rooftops? And he says that it's his first survey type episode with several respondents and that they got a lot of positive feedback from their listeners. And what is notable about their show is that they got an unbiased review of the Jollibee experience with respondents from all over the world. But reviews in general, aren't they biased already, Andy? Reviews? Yeah. I, I pass no judgment. I'm just happy to get, get one when they come <laughs> yeah. in. Exactly. So shout out to Ray. Hey! The next we've got a shout out is uh, the name of the podcast is Breakthrough Growth Reflection by J. Ray Matarang. So the thing is, he wants us to know that in this episode, he starts discussing positive self-talk, but notes the recent discovery of toxic positivity. He says he then revisits his spiritual journey and recalls how social or societal norms push positivity, but... He says he forgets about yin and yang and how we need both for one to be. Uh, he says that he continues to self-express, inspire, and empower, and that his show focuses on spiritual journeys and expressions through vulnerability. That's a big word these days. You know, Brene Brown has, has really brought the word vulnerability to the forefront. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Brene Brown, yes. Very popular. Yes. So, okay, well, so shout out to you, J-Ray. Yay! And then our final shout out goes to Lucas Egan. He is the host of LAN Parties or LAN Parties, episode 47. It released earlier this month. What he wants us to know, everyone, is that they interviewed Daisuke Tsuji, the voice of Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. He is nominated for Best Performance at the Game Awards. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then the other thing he wants us to know is that Daisuke Tsuji was the lead in Ghost of Tsushima and gives Asian Americans a prominent role in one of the biggest video game releases of the year. So shout out to Lucas and for the guests. Awesome. Uh, Andrew, does any of what I just said ring a bell for you? Uh, yes, but I'm not a gamer, so... This is not my area of expertise. No, but Lucas, it seems, Lucas is a journalist by trade. And so, uh, Lucas, congratulations. Lucas also uh, had another win in his career, I should say. So he also wanted to share that he was selected to be part of the Game Awards Future Class. And he says that he shares it because he wants to inspire people and remind us that no matter what our show is, if we're passionate about it, we will find our audience. And so thank you for sharing that win. And he says he's been uh, doing the gaming podcast since January. So kudos to you, Lucas. 
sounds like a heck of a year. Those are big wins. Yes, yes. I'm going to clap. And amen to the, you know, you've got to be passionate about your subject matter because you do time after time see in various podcasting groups people asking, what should my podcast be about? Exactly. And you have to you have to figure that out on your own because otherwise if you're not passionate about your your show and what you're talking about it's going to be very very difficult to keep it going that's right so i think he's onto something there yes and you have to remember your why you know that's that's also been thrown around for the past few years but really that's going to motivate you and charge you up when when you just feel like crawling under the covers wondering why isn't anybody listening to my show <laughs> Simon Sinek right all right so thank you for that and for you to appear on an AAP podcast shout out all you have to do is go to aapodcasters.org and submit your good news and really what will get you on the show is when you submit your good news and share why it's good or what you've learned from it. So we love sharing member shows and news because we want to highlight and and get your show out there too. So thank you so much for submitting everyone. So podbean.com is also a sponsor of the AAP Golden Crane Awards and they have some exciting stuff. And so while Andrew was off at the office, I had a chance to interview Shannon Martin, the director of communications of Podbean. So let's go there now and I'll, I'll go ahead and insert that. Thank you for stopping by today, Shannon. For those of you, she is the director of communications at Podbean. Glad to be here. And Podbean is our sponsor for the Golden Crane Awards. And Andrew says hello. He'll be checking in on us uh, maybe later at the end or something. Uh, but let's just get right into it. So there are really amazing things going on at Podbean which affect podcasters. And one of them is you're doing this new podcast week thing. What, what is that about? Yeah, we actually uh, started with our first event. Uh, December, the first week of December, and it was Podcast Wellness Week. So we had a whole week's worth of live streamed sessions, pre special pre-released podcast episodes from the participants where they released some exclusive episodes on Podbean. And then we also had an exclusive live event every day for people that joined. We had a, a free pass and a, a paid pass, and that, those were for the paid pass users. Um, so tons of wellness content coming out, wellness audio content. So our idea is that moving forward, we'll have specific podcast weeks around different themes. So probably more in the genre of uh, the different categories of podcasts, like a true crime podcast week and maybe history podcast week, that kind of thing, um, to bring together podcasters from those areas and fans and connect the community. And so can any podcaster with a show apply for these or how does it work for the podcast week? Yeah, we haven't done an we we did not do for Wellness Week like an application process. We just organized it. So I'm not sure moving forward how we're going to do it. I don't know if we'll have sort of an open call or if we'll invite people. Um, so that's to be determined right now. Um, but definitely keep an eye out. And what I would tell people, what I would encourage people is that the podcasters that put on the sessions, it probably it will be fairly limited because we'll probably do just 
moving forward, we probably won't do quite as many sessions as we did for Wellness Week. But the way you can get involved is by being involved. So come and participate. And then in future events, you might be a speaker. Uh, and also just going to the events because it's pot run on Podbean Live, it's interactive. So you have the chance to meet the podcasters, to, uh, you know, kind of do your own marketing and networking and stuff like that. So so anyone can participate from that from that angle too. It's really cool because you have this feature in the app on your phone where you can click call in. And if you're the show runner, then you can click and talk to people too, right? Yeah. So you can, with Podbean Live, you can take calls and you can, a lot of people use it for their, like their weekly show or maybe some, a special show that they do. Um, they just do live and they take, they have their co-host calling in or guests uh, and some take calls. You can choose either to not take calls at all or to take calls. And then you obviously have to accept the calls. So let's say you're, you know, you and your co-host are going back and forth. It's not appropriate time for a call. You just don't answer. It's just like a radio, kind of like a radio call in thing. Um, it's kind of cool. And for podcast wellness week, we didn't do, we had uh, panelists, so they were all calling in, but we didn't ha- accept other calls because they had sort of a presentation, you know, a panel. But we did, uh, we, so we used the feature, the chat feature. So we had people asking questions and then we helped to kind of coordinate and make sure that the questions got answered in the, you know, Q&A period. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of interaction. That is so cool. And so let's move over smoothly. <laughs> To the live streaming app that you have, uh, what tell us the 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 selling points of the Podbean Live? Yeah, well, uh, it's just a really cool way to engage your audience and maybe do some different things beyond your podcast. Um, it's audio live streaming, and the reason we did that, I mean, there's a lot of video streaming out there that you can you know do, and you can choose to do both or whatever. Um, but a lot of podcasters, I mean, they use the power of their voice, so audio live streaming makes a lot of sense. Uh, if they're doing a public live stream in the Podbean app, it's right there. It's really featured right up front. So a lot of people have new audience drop in out of curiosity. And so it's also a way to potentially get new listeners. But then your listeners can chat back and forth or call in, depending on what you're going for, and have that kind of interaction. And um, yeah, it's all free. So uh, that's it's a completely free tool. And if you're running the live stream as the, the main host, you can run it from the computer or from your phone. But then the guests and the co-hosts and the callers and all that join from their app. Uh, we do now have it where people can listen on their computer. But for the interactive features, it's, it's on the app. So cool. <laughs> So cool. And that's why we're going to be live streaming the Golden Crane Awards through the Podbean app for the audio component. I'm so excited about that. And the uh, the the cool thing that while you're talking, you know what came to my mind is people, podcasters can have their own podcast week using the app, couldn't they? Absolutely. They can definitely do any kind of events. So we've had a lot of conferences and events that have used Podbean Live to do certain aspects of it. Like maybe they're running the whole podcast, uh, sorry, the whole conference on some kind of platform, you know, online, nowadays online. Uh, And then, but then they do like their opening night party using Podbean Live or that kind of thing. We've had people, you know, how maybe in the past, a lot of podcasters did a live, a literal live show as their 100th anniversary or whatever. So we had people that did that live, 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 (laughs) 
and then also live streamed it. Uh, and now we have more people not doing it live in person, but actually just live streaming something to their listeners. Um, we also have an unlisted feature. So let's say you wanted to do that 100th anniversary thing, but you only wanted it to be for your patrons, let's say. Or for wow. you wanted to send it out to your email list only as like, a, you know, this is sort of something exclusive. You can do that and they just, they get a special link. So they feel kind of special that, you know, they're the ones that get to join. <laughs> so that's so yeah. cool. And so does, does it get recorded? Yes. It's automatically recorded to the cloud. And so at the end of it, if you host on Podbean, it'll say, do you want to post it? And it can just literally be right posted to your podcast or you get the you can get the recording. Uh, if you don't host on Podbean, you can post it wherever you want. If you host on Podbean and you want to edit it and change it and then post it as an episode, you can. So serves a couple purposes. Yeah. My the wheels are turning in my head. I was just thinking, you know, because I think sometimes as podcasters, we're like, oh, we, it's it's that time of week again. We've got to post another episode, and maybe we're not ready to. But this would be a really cool component or feature to do on weeks like that where you want to put something out there but maybe not go into the studio so to say aka my kitchen table and do an episode with full production that's amazing <laughs> yeah exactly and that's what we've seen people do different kinds of things adding something new to their mix of what they do with their podcast and when we presented on this, when we sort of shortly after we launched it at one of the podcast movement events, we were talking about the fact that, you know, for some podcasts, it's really obvious how to use it. They already do something where they want, they already wanted people to call in or, you know, they have a very talk show oriented thing and others that are more scripted or planned out. Maybe it doesn't seem like it applies, but there's ways a lot of times, like you take for example, I'll just throw this one out. You know, you have a true crime podcast where they do a lot of research and they have it well planned out and stuff. Well, they're not going to do that live probably, but on some week they may have a live AMA, you know, come on and ask me about how I do my research or get, let me give a quick update on the case and let's chat back and forth because those fans are really interested and they talk a lot back and forth if you have a Facebook group or something. Well, here's another way they can get together in person to have a little, you know, true crime party. That's it's so exciting. And, you know, you mentioned podcast movement. And also I saw you use it at PodFest as well. So if the major conferences and She Podcast Live is probably coming up next, right? If the year, if it's being used at all the major conferences, you know, it's an amazing thing even more so, right? Yeah, we were fortunate enough. We live streamed uh, all the main sessions of the first She Podcasts live conference. Uh, and then, yeah, the last PodFest, we did all the main stage sessions. So they went out there. So it gave people that weren't there a chance to check it out. And hopefully, you know, what it does for the event is it spurs new interests. Uh, and then, you know, even if you're at the event, you just feel like I need a break. I want to go up to my room and chill out. You can still listen to the session, you know, so that was a really nice way to do it. That's an amazing idea. And I, so we're going to have to have people try it and maybe they'll let us know how it goes and everything. And I'd like to move over now to this new feature of having multiple shows under one account in Podbean. And I know that's something that might affect me personally, full disclosure. So tell us about that in the time that we have left. 
Sure. Yeah, we have uh, customers have been asking for that for a bit because, of course, you know how it is. You start a podcast, <laughs> and then next thing you want to start another one. So it's like a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard. Yep. So we have a lot of podcasters that start multiple shows, and we do have a business account that allows for you managing, but it's got a lot more sophisticated features, and it's really more for networks, uh, and a lot of companies use it for internal podcasting. So it's meant to give you multiple admins. It's meant to be, you know, unlimited private channels, a lot of sophisticated features. Uh, And we had a lot of people saying, no, I just want to run a separate show, but I don't love this thing about having to make up new email addresses and new logins. It gets confusing. And uh, so we did finally release that. Yay. (laughs) The ability to do that. Yeah. So you just can add on. It's just simple as adding on an account. Um, And if you already have multiple shows like you, (laughs) you can use it. It's a little more tricky because you probably have one show that started, you know, one month, one another. So we have to, it takes our team a little bit of finagling to figure out, you know, your billing and sort of prorating things and stuff, but they can do that and then merge the, um, merge the accounts. Um, and we'll be sending out an email uh, here probably soon at the end of the year to, you know, make sure that everyone that has a current Podbean podcast knows that because we know in 2021, they're going to want to start another one. So we're going to encourage that, you know, this is, makes it a little easier to manage and uh, they can just, yeah, log in once and then have the, have the shows there. So And then let's talk about that in terms of pricing. Is it still we're paying individually for each of those shows? It's just under one umbrella or? Yeah, yeah. So we just did it where before, if you wanted multiple shows, you had to go to an, a sort of an upgraded account. Now you can have, you know, the regular account and just add them. There's no extra fee for kind of managing it together, but you still pay per show. Um, you know, all podcast hosts operate a little differently in terms of what they do. Podbean's thing, I'll say, has always been unlimited, simple and unlimited. So our our accounts starting from the, you know, anything above the free plan, there is a free plan that's sort of a trial, are unlimited storage and unlimited downloads or slash bandwidth. So our thing has always been like, you know, a flat price And then it doesn't go up or down based on like how popular you get or whatever. Um, So we've kind of always kept it simple that way. So therefore, when you do unlimited, you can't, you obviously have to then, you know, another account has to have a charge. Otherwise, someone could have, you know, 80 podcasts for $9 a month with 8 million downloads and stuff and it would become untenable. So um, yeah, so you just add it on at that that pricing and you, if you merge accounts, for example, or or want to add on, they have to be the, you know the same or higher level. Um, so if most pe- most people have the unlimited, uh, the nine or twelve dollar plan, and so that you can have no, but it, two it, or three it, of those, it, and- it makes it so much easier. Exactly, remembering all the passwords and the login emails. I'm like, oh, what what should I do for this one? Exactly. So that's gonna make my life easier. <laughs> And so is there anything else uh, we would like to you would like to share with folks as we wrap up? No, I think we're just always doing a lot of new and exciting things. I think uh, for those that uh, I don't know how familiar everybody is with Podbean, but obviously our primary business is podcast hosting. But there's a lot of tools and features that we include with that. I'd say we're one of the more comprehensive you know, sort of podcasting companies out there in terms of offering everything from live streaming to monetization. And then also we have a really popular app that's for listeners. And that's where the live streaming is all part of that. And 
as growing as we've been growing the live streaming, especially uh, our user base is up to almost two million active users in the app. Yeah, so it's so if you're out there listening and you already host a podcast somewhere else or whatever, and you're like, oh, Podbean, I don't need that because I you know have podcast hosting. Just um, keep an ear out because we have a lot of things that apply to you know whether you're a podcast listener or you can host anywhere and use the live streaming. So there's a lot of tools um, tools out there for for those kind of things. And then we have a lot of people that are you know, it's constantly podcasters are looking at what the different options are for how to monetize their show. So we've, we've had a lot of people moving over for our dynamic ad insertion tool called pod ads over the last year, a lot of sort of bigger and growing t- shows that have obtained sponsors, but want to be able to manage it more easily and, um, you know, make better money out of the, out of what they're doing. So uh, that's become a big thing. So yeah, keep an eye on what we're doing. And uh, even if you have podcast hosting covered already, there may be some other things that we offer that are a good fit for you. Hey, so uh, wait, so Podbean is also a directory, like a regular listening app too? Yeah, it's a standard podcast app, like your Apple Podcasts or CastBox or Podcast Addict or whatever. Yeah, and really, really popular. I, I use it, of course, naturally I use it, um, but I really <laughs> love it. I'm a hardcore podcast listener, like hours per day. Like I go on the longest walks I can to listen to podcasts. And uh, I, I really like the features. It has all the cool stuff you may or may not have experienced depending on which app you use, but there's a volume boost kind of piece to it that uh, really helps me because I'm a lot of times walking around in noisy areas. Um, they have a thing where it skips all the silences. So it kind of qu- it quickens the podcast without having to do the two times listening and stuff. Yes. Well, here's a question. Do you do the two times listening? I do it sometimes. I do not. Uh, you do? I do not. I, I might have to try it sometimes. I think I might try one and a half. Yes, yes. Well, you know, and it depends because if if the host, spe- like if you listen to one of my shows, you could definitely do one and a half times. <laughs> But some people speak quickly normally, so you wouldn't want to do two times the speed for that. But uh. I'm already such a fast-natured person. I feel like that would just add to my, you know, fast pace. I feel like I need podcasts to slow me down. I like those voices that are like um, uh, like Krista Tippett and um, Tara Brock. I don't listen to a ton of like meditation podcasts, but some of the ones, their their voices are so soothing. A couple of travel podcasts I listen to have the most soothing voices to fall asleep to also. Oh my gosh. Well, that was fun. So Shannon, thank you so much for stopping in and sharing the developments with Podbean with us. Yeah, glad to. And we're excited to support the uh, Golden Crane Awards and see all the great podcasters and what they're creating. Thank you so much. So that was what Shannon and I discussed If you're watching live on Facebook and YouTube, you'll have to check out the podcast to get the scoop. But essentially, Podbean also has a free live streaming podcast app. And the cool thing is that we're going to make history with the AAP Golden Crane Awards on December 29th because we are also, in addition to live streaming the video, we are going to live stream it as a podcast. And I'm working on getting uh, the tech stuff (laughs) all figured out for that. And so, Andrew, do you have any thoughts on that before I continue? I think the Podbean's app is really cool. I think that it has like a a, a nice base of 
people who are listening to podcasts through the Podbean app and the benefit of having a show hosted at Podbean, but anyone can use this function, is that you can do a live stream, audio only, onto the app. And it's another potential like discovery tool for podcasters um, because you can get featured on the Podbean app, I think on the front page when there are different um, live streams happening. So people who are using the app may stumble upon your content even though they don't know about you. Exactly. That's always a good thing. Exactly, exactly. And so also with Podbean, they have this feature now where you can log in. So let's say you have more than one show and you had multiple logins before. Now you can put all of your shows under one username, one password, and they're all laid out before you seamlessly. So that is an exciting development as well. So you might want to check out podbean.com forward slash Lee for a free month's trial. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. So Andrew, anything else you want to add before we go on to our gear talk? No, let's go to, let's go on to gear talk. Okay. You know what really grinds my gears? Gear talk. And it's up next. So in the last episode, I had mentioned that I was using a Focusrite interface, which basically goes between my microphone and my laptop recording. And so last episode, when I was listening to the playback of the show, I noticed that my track was overmodulated, and I have to be—I have to be very clear and say that that was not Focusrite's fault; that was human error. And so. I'm also now using Focusrite <laughs> and I've got the gain at the right level, cross your fingers. Uh, and I, you know what I love about this thing is today I learned that, so the Focusrite Solo, which is the one I have, which is one microphone that you can input, uh, they also have an instrument input. And so I used, guess what I used that instrument input for? Guess, can you guess? Okay, so I'm really excited about this because it's like, it's almost like having a mini Rodecaster Pro, except not spending $600. So what I did, and I got this tip from Felix Montalara. He is the creator of the Latin Podcast Awards, and he also happens to be in our group because he's part Filipino, which is awesome. And so he and I were fiddling around, and... I downloaded on my phone a sound effects app. So my phone essentially became the sample pad. So what that means is, let's say you want to have sound effects and you want to take your show on the road and just produce it on, on the spot, you can hook up your cell phone to the instrument input and, and just, you can do your, your segment drops, you can put your sound effects. It's so cool. And we're going to be using it, by we, I mean I, <laughs> we'll be using it for the Golden Crane Awards show. Woo! <laughs> so you're going to have to tune in and see how that goes. The show, by the way, is free. So we're going to put out a registration link soon, and you can register to watch it live. <laughs> 
So, Andrew, have you used any such thing? I have not, which is, as you were talking about it, I was looking at my mixer thinking to myself, why haven't I tried that? This The, the next episode that we do is going to be like a battle of the bands where each of us have different sound effects going <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, the unwanted sound effect I have now is my kid uh, pounding up and down the stairs, which is I'm not going to be able to delete that in post-production. Sorry, folks, if you're listening to this as a podcast. But he will be reminded of this and <laughs> the poor choice he's making. And so that is one sound effect. You can add custom sound effects to this app. The app that I downloaded, I'll, I'll call it up for you because I have an Android. Andy, do you have an Android or an iPhone? I have an iPhone. Yes. And so there are a lot of apps for the iPhone. Uh, this one is called Meme Soundboard. And it's really cool because it comes loaded with a bunch of um, effects and, and people talking and different snippets. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like memes, but they're audio memes. You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> And you can add your own. They're popular ones, they're new ones, and then you can add your own sound effects. So I added some uh, nondescript clapping and applause for the show. And it's really fun. And so when I play around with it more, I'll give you a more detailed update on it. But again, it's called Meme Soundboard. And no, we're not getting paid for it. It is ad-based if you don't upgrade. And I'm thinking of upgrading, but I want to play around with the free version a little more just so I know what I'm getting into. And then the other thing is, uh, if you have an iPhone, well, if you have an Android too, the other app that I downloaded for this very purpose is called Stream Deck. It does the same thing, but here's the caveat. With Stream Deck, if you are using your, uh, your desktop and your phone, it's, um, it's hard. You need to have like a second desktop to then play the sound effects with Stream Deck I found. So that one was a little more cumbersome, which is why I then downloaded the Meme Soundboard app. Is anything I'm saying making sense, Andy, or do you think people's eyes are glazing over? Uh, I think they're great tips because as different like media seem to be converging, like podcasts are more and more frequently live streams or YouTube channels and like repurposing content for a for a podcast. Like when you can do these things on the fly, it means less editing in post-production. So if you can do your theme music, playing it live during the show, or having applause. It, it does become more like a live radio show. And any podcaster who has edited his or her own podcast knows that if you're doing it on the fly and you don't have to edit that stuff in later, it's one and done. Like you record and you're finished. That's, That's right. That's the pipe dream. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and if I had, you know, it was so Andy and I, we were going to record on a different night, but we just decided to do it tonight. And so I did not preload the sound effects. But I think 
for the next show we do, I think I should play around with that. So I can't wait to show you uh, it in action. But it's essentially like if you were at a radio station, you know, when you're listening and they talk about um, somebody like burping or clapping or game show buzzer sounds. Well, it's as though you push the button and those come up automatically. So that is the goal to not edit your show, uh, meaning not spending as much time on it. If you can do all these things up front while you're recording, which is why things like the Rodecaster Pro or the Tascam Mini 42 or the Zoom P4 are great because they have they have um, accommodations for the sound samples. That's what they're called, the buttons for that. So do you have one of those, Andy? I don't have any of those things. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Hence the cell phone app. But I was very excited to find out about that. So thank you, Felix. Thank you. And anything else we want to add before or as we wrap up, Andrew? No, I think just remind people to nominate a podcast for the Golden Crane Awards before December 15th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right. In the U.S. Uh, other than that, also, while you're doing that, uh, submit for the Winter Symposium as a speaker. Yes. So thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Take care, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>